I get it. You know, you hear sports all day. By the way, Royals baseball was back today. I just can't get over that. I cannot get over that. Um, but, man, you got a superstar on your team in his 20s, and if you missed it, audio from this week, Josh Vernier had this to say about Bobby Wood Jr. You and I have had for years, mm-hmm. uh, Ron Hughley and I had for years, where y- you would just, I, would sense the frustration from a lifelong Royals fan that we've never had that player here. I understand the generation before had George Bretts, the generation before that had Satchel Paige and Jackie Robinson, but we haven't had that player. The Angels are wasting Mike Trout. Uh, Bryce Harper goes to Washington. You're seeing every other team get that player. And, yeah, he's here, and he likes it here so much that he said, I'm in. I'll give you my 20s. Understand this, Dusty. Uh, baseball's come a long way since Alex Gordon got that contract mm-hmm. uh, just a decade ago. You don't pay for the 30s anymore. Now, superstar players will still get their money, uh, but but when you're going to cash in is – in your 20s, and Bobby Witt Jr. Uh, buys what the Royals are selling so much so that he gave this organization his 20s. That was Vern on our show on Wednesday night, right before his uh, Vern's Hot Stove, episode one of the 2024 season. But as we do this tonight, later than we normally do it, we do it tonight at 840 instead of 740, which is the audio that maybe you missed this week. Um, you do love to see that when it comes to um, – Bobby Wood Jr., because a lot of people had concerns. Well, he doesn't need a ton of money. He's been rich his whole life. He just wants to go somewhere to be successful, win championships, and have, well, he stayed here. And as Vern said, baseball is all about your 20s. Baseball is about, you know, putting yourself at your best position of life, which is 22 to 29. Bobby Wood Jr. will be 24 at the start of this season or in this season, 23 right now, and throughout his career, he's only gotten better. Other audio that you might have missed this week, Antonio Pierce, man, implying the Jordan rule to Patrick Mahomes. If you don't like the Raiders, you'll really hate the Raiders after hearing this. You got the Jordan rules, and we, I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. So you remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he came, Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, the Pistons used to whoop his Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, filling them, love taps. We touched them. We're in the head mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. So I show those guys Jordan getting his whooped. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. This is the problem that you have. Again, this is audio from the week that maybe you missed or forgot about. This is the problem that I think sometimes you can have bringing in a recently retired super rah-rah type of coach because you can't do this. This is not the sport that you can do this in. In fact, you can't do this in sports in general. You can no longer throw up and in to batters in baseball. You'll get ejected immediately. You can't even flip your bat. Somebody loses their temper. In basketball, you can't foul anymore. Hell, you get fouled. You get, you get called for flopping in basketball. You literally can't do that anymore. And in football, you're going to go on record and say that you're going to imply the Jordan rule to your team, that we're going to touch him physically, mentally, and spiritually? Dude, you can't do that. 
Because guess what? Now the league knows. And Max Crosby, who was in this uh, in this podcast, who sat right next to him, who might be one of the ugliest people on earth, Randy Johnson might own it. Lyle Lovett's up there. But anyways, that's just me being rude. But Max Crosby has tried to push the envelope. And what happened? He woke up the wrong MFR. Other people have tried to poke the bear, and it doesn't work. And now when you're implying that there's a chance that maybe we'll hit him a little harder, we'll let him know that he's there, we'll push him when he's down, you can't do that in football. You can't do that in football. It just doesn't work that way. Now, to lighten the mood a little bit, I heard probably the funniest referee audio I've ever heard in my life. It came last night in a St. Louis Blues game. This is what the ref had to say. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from (laughs) Garrett Rank. One more time. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good... uh, description there from Garrett Rank. You're not going to like it, but the call stands. It's not a goal. I wish we had more personality from refs. I love that. Is that not great? That is awesome. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. Yeah. Like, could you imagine, could you imagine if a referee did that in a football game? You're going to hate this call. Personal foul, roughing the passer, Vegas, Automatic first down, Kansas City. Oh, that's so great. One more time. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from (laughs) Garrett Rank. I love how the crowd immediately boos. They should be cheering. Maybe hockey refs have it better than any other referee in a profession. You're not going to like it, but the call on the field stands. No goal.